Today's show is brought to you by Noom. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your free trial today at noom.com slash real life. I don't think there are hard rules. I don't, I mean, I think there are boundaries you set, but I think it really is staying in tune with the spirit Mm -hmm. and like asking him, just hearing his voice. Like, when do you want me Mm -hmm. to put it away? And maybe that is rules. Like I'm not going to pick it up before 9am. I'm not going to look at it while my kids are awake or I only look at it in the fringe hours or whatever that looks like, but also on the day to day in those times, like, Lord, do you want me to pick up my phone right now? Do you want me to share something? Why am I sharing something? And then like when, um, you know, when do you want me to put it away? All those things. I think it really is, a like a walk with the Lord. Hey guys, welcome to the real life podcast where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had. Some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers. And some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. We, I am so excited for tonight because we have two episodes coming to you guys um, where I ask three of my closest friends here on Maui, the friends that I do life with, my mom friends, the girls that I SOS text when I am just had another poop explosion in my bedroom and I need help or I'm eating chocolate <laughs> in my bedroom crying because sometimes moms get PTSD, PSTD, PT. PT. Anyway, you know, you know, it's late at night. So we're talking. Um, anyway, so I've asked three of them to come over tonight and we have two topics that we really want to talk about. Um, and today's topic is going to be all about social media. And I know that we've talked a lot about it. Um, a lot of people talk about it online. Books are written about it. Jeff and I have talked about it on our podcast, but this episode, I really wanted to focus on how social media has affected us as women. And, um, I think we're all, you know, late 20s, early 30s, um, what, how that affects us as moms and women and wives and just different things that have um, we've put in place that have helped set up boundaries and help us to flourish and live and hear God's voice. And these women especially, um, I just really have been so encouraged by how they are truly devoted to the Lord and they hear His voice. And it's not legalistic at all, but it's just, man, this is what the Lord's telling me. This is what I feel like He's leading me in. And so I'm going to obey and walk in this way and how it's brought so much um, joy and just a real beautiful beauty in them and really um, flourishing for their families. And so I really look up to them in this area and I just wanted to invite them on today um, to share their stories and journeys with this. And a couple of them um, you guys recognize from the mom podcast that I did a year and a half ago. Um, And then I have a new friend on today. And so I just want to introduce them to you guys real quick so you know who is talking. And so, um, so Bianca was on last time and she is one of my closest friends. Um, our husbands just went to Australia together, which is so fun. And she is just the friend that is a friend to everyone. I feel like she's kind of like a gatekeeper in our community. She loves people. She, um, just the moment you hang out with her, she wants to go deep and you feel really comfortable with her. 
Um, and this year, especially, I just love seeing her journey with the Lord and, um, I'll have her share a little bit about that later, but just how she's, um, the Lord's bringing so much, um, I don't know, just freedom and joy. And I just love her and her family so much. And she has, I think the thing I love most about Bianca is she's just super honest and super real in the day in and day out and um, how she walks with the Lord and how that plays out. And so it makes you feel super comfortable and able to, um, I don't know, just really walk um, with the Lord together because life sometimes is messy and she just is like, I'm in it with you and this is how the Lord is glorified in it. And so I just um, love her so much. Sarah was on last time too. And um, I mean, I could say I love them so much every time, but you know, um, but Sarah, I love her perspective on things. I think she's super intelligent and she's really wise and she's incredibly spirit filled. So when you get all three of those together, um, every time I talk to her, I'm like, wow, I never would have thought of it like that. Or wow, the Lord's totally speaking through you right now. And I feel like she really digs deep into the word, but also into our culture and what's going on. And so she brings, um, just she's a real voice for our community and she really seeks unity. And so it's a really beautiful combination. And Jess, I'm so excited that she's on today. She is one of my most creative friends. She recently found out she's Enneagram four, which I just love because it's like, Oh, of course you are. Like I didn't even know you paint. And I walk over and it's this gorgeous painting in her house that she just decided to pick up one day. Um, and she is one of those women where the moment you talk with her, you just feel really known and you feel really welcome. When she walks into a party or a gathering, she immediately notices the person off in the corner by themselves and she goes and talks to them. And I just feel like Jess um, is at the feet of Jesus and she doesn't really care about what the culture says or what other people say. She just is wanting to follow the Lord. And um, I think sometimes you're very anti-cultural, but it's really beautiful because it's like you're the hands and feet of Jesus. Like it doesn't matter what's going on right now. It's just, this is what Jesus would do. And so this is, you see through the eyes of Jesus. And I think that's so beautiful. So I'm so excited to have these girls on tonight. I feel really honored that you guys would come over. Um, so let's get to it. Okay, so social media. So I wanted to talk, and maybe Sarah, you can start us. Oh, before we get into that, I wanted them to introduce themselves. And I asked them a few questions. Um, how old they are, you know, how many kids they have, where they grew up. Um, if you could have a day to yourself, what would that look like? And what is like, what stirs your heart? So before we get into the topic, why don't you guys just introduce yourself so other people can get to know you a little bit. First, oh, whoever. <laughs> um, so I'm Bianca. I'm 29, and I am a mom of three. I have two boys that are six and seven, and then I'm going to have our third boy in September. So in a couple, well, a couple months, which is crazy. Um, and then if I could have a day, having a day to myself, it's actually funny because I was thinking about this and the first thing that I came to mind was like, well, I'd want to be with my people, like a friend or like go to, there's a hotel here, the Marriott that just is really peaceful, like get a book and a notebook and a coffee and just sit with a friend, maybe not talking or talking, but just like having someone close. Um, and then the other question was what's, oh yes. Um, what stirs my heart is like, you know, when you talk to some, like 
a mom or just a woman or someone and you're talking to them and you like instantly see them in their like identity, like the way God made them. And they're just like full of like light and excitement for that. I love having conversations with women and hearing that come out of them. Like that's just my favorite. So, um, I think when we walk in our identity, we invite other people to walk in theirs. And so just seeing women who love Jesus rise up in their identity is like my favorite thing ever. Gets me excited. Hey guys, my name is Jess and um, I'm 30 years old. I have three kids and like Bianca, I have two out of the womb, a four-year-old and a one-year-old. And then I have another one growing inside of me right now. So that one's coming in January and I'm so excited because I feel like the more kids I have, the more I want. And I'm, I love being a mom. So that's kind of something I'm really passionate about. Um, yeah, I grew up in Mexico, far away, and I came out here when I was 18. So pretty much I grew up in the 18th century, just no running water, no electricity. And so it's been an interesting uh, challenge coming to America, but I love it here. And yeah, what else were I supposed to say? Oh, something I'm passionate about, like Alyssa said, I love quirky people. And so I just love anybody that feels weird. I really have a heart for them, and I just want them to feel known and special and um just that they are so designed that way by God and loved. So that's, yeah. So you're saying I'm quirky. Is that why we're best friends? (laughs) I love you guys. (laughs) Oh, and then if you could have a day away, what would you do? I I love friends, but I love alone time. Just being a mom, I need that. And so I love camping and I love being outside. So I think I'd go on a camping trip by myself and bring a good book. So Wow. (laughs) Can you build a fire? I can, yes. (laughs) Okay, hi, I'm Sarah, and I am also 29 years old, and I have two little ones, Landon and Sienna, and uh, Sienna is three, and Landon's five, actually turned six in like two weeks, that's kind of crazy, and I would say that, hmm, if I could do something on my day off, you know, actually, I'm really surprised, recently, I figured out that I love being home alone, Yeah. <laughs> I really thought for a while that what I loved doing, um, what I loved doing was like to, to go and like maybe stay at a hotel or go lay by a pool. And recently my husband took our kids camping for the weekend. And I remember just being like, wow, how have I never been home alone? Like by myself all day like this before. And just for some reason, but like the house has to be clean. for that to be like enjoyable just to put it out there not doing chores but being home and then maybe like just doing something creative like painting and also like maybe reading a book so I think that would be like my ideal day off um or just if I could do anything and then what I'm passionate about I'm really finding is um just making people feel known and Mm -hmm. then not just known but like found Mm -hmm. um and so I think that has to do with just having a heart that's welcoming I guess is something i have been learning that God's been trying to instill in me. Um, And so I feel like that's what I'm the most passionate about. And I'm still, you know, figuring out what that looks like with my little family. Um, But I'd say that is, is there anything else? That was it, right? Yeah, that's so good. I'm like, can we get a day away tomorrow? (laughs) Okay, guys, so social media. So um, Sarah, I'd love for you to start off with this because I feel like you're so wise in this area but how do you let's just start off in this as a like big overarching thing how do you see social media affecting us as a culture 
And you could talk about women or just in general, yeah. our culture. Yeah. So it's really interesting because for me with social media, I feel like it's not something I really realized was something that was affecting me for a really long time. I felt like confident, like this isn't affecting me. I'm fine. I know the type of mom. I know the type of wife I want to be, the type of friend. I feel secure in who I am. I feel secure in my identity. And that's what I really thought deep down. And I think in a lot of ways that was true for me, but I started to realize how just these little tiny seeds started getting planted inside of me. Um, especially being a mom, I started to really recognize that. And it, it, for me, it's been more so something that's affecting me as, um, as how I respond. Like I, I respond to what I know. And so something that I've been kind of processing lately is um, that for me, like I've been really trying to set boundaries with it, um, mainly because just realizing in our culture, there's so much more that we are known are knowing that we aren't weren't necessarily meant to carry. Mm -hmm. Um, so for example, someone being ill or sick, Mm -hmm. um, that's something that we we're seeing on a daily basis, like someone new being sick. And I've been really processing that of how that's affecting me on the daily. And of course that's a part of life, someone being sick, but we for a long time, people only knew of people in their community being mm-hmm. sick. And so I've been processing who in my community do I actually know that is sick with, you know, cancer or another kind of illness. And when I really start to look at it in that perspective and recognize how many other burdens I'm carrying, um, I started really recognizing how that was affecting my day to day and affecting how I kind of parent throughout the day or just show up. Um, so for me, that's something I've been recognizing and then, um, and really just my response factor from being just in the day to day of seeing how other people are parenting. And as I've gotten further along in parenting, I'm not that far along. My oldest is only six, but I've really recognized now that I've gotten to, to these a little bit later years, how different all kids are and right. People could say that to you, but when you're in the thick of it, you don't really recognize it until you've really experienced it. And so I feel like with um, my kids and how different they are from Alyssa's kids and Bianca's kids and Jess's kids, unless I'm, you know, in day-to-day community and, and around other kids, I will not recognize that. And, Mm -hmm. and so I feel like I've been really just recognizing and learning the boundaries that I have to have with social media and kind of the lens that I need to carry. Um, So that's, yeah, I feel like that's been kind of the thing I've been processing lately about it. Yeah, that's really good. Jess, why don't you talk a little bit about how you see it affecting us as a culture and how it has affected you in the past maybe. Okay. Um, I feel like a journey that God's really been bringing me on is identity and growing up with I mean, I did have the internet down in Mexico, but I, it wasn't what it is now, where it's just mm-hmm. Facebook and you just connected with your family at that time. Um, and then I I noticed the shift and I, I really knew who God wanted me to be as a young adult. Like just in high school, I felt like God, I had so much time on my hands, so I really met with him. Um, and he spoke to me and he created who he wanted me to be throughout my life. And then I, I 
you know, I got on Instagram and I was exposed to so much and, um, God has created each of us like so uniquely and for specific purposes. And, um, he loves us so much that like he's, we're each unique and he has a specific purpose for each of our lives. And I think when I'm, I was exposed to so many different personalities and different careers and different ideas and different creativity. Mm-hmm. It really, I started to like, without even noticing, I started to take those things and be like, oh, that's what a godly woman looks like. That's mm-hmm. what I should be passionate about. I, this is what I should mm-hmm. care about. And so I started creating this identity in myself. And um, there was a time when God was just like, who are you? Like, are you're not the girl that I, I formed you to be down there. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I shut it off for a long time. And I just sensed him, his spirit just telling me to be quiet and to be still and showing me that I'm his to define. And I feel like as I took a break, he really re-spoke to me all those things that um, he had formed in me. And yeah, I just think being exposed to so many different identities, we just can kind of like bring it on and we're not unique and we're not special and we're not the people that God's called us to be. And so now I feel like, as I'm starting to get back on, I have these filters, but I'm, I can go on now and just being like, I know who I am and I'm appreciating who all these other people are. But I think that if we don't have intentional filters, it can be dangerous in that way. So I just, I think that people aren't themselves anymore because there's so many different options of who they could be, you know, on there. So, yeah. Hey guys, I want to take a quick break and tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Noom. You guys know I love Noom. They're awesome. They're amazing. They allow you to get on track and reach benchmarks and live a more holistic life in regards to your health and nutrition. I love them too because you don't, uh, it's all inclusive. You don't have to hunt for a million different apps to for workouts, for calorie trackers, for meal plans, for nutrition. Noom kind of takes care of all of that. Um, and I love them because it's just given me a better kind of um, tool for holistic self-care, which is one of my favorite things. Um, just honoring my body and my days and my hours and my schedule, and which gives allows me to give more energy to everyone else and honor them as well. And it just um, puts me in a really, really good mindset when I'm doing that and staying in that rhythm. Now, uh, Noom wants to hook you guys up. And if you don't know what Noom is, they're a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship uh, with food or workouts and nutrition through personalized courses. Um, and what I love about it is it's just uh, really, really good and specific and tailored to you once you actually go through their process. Um, they have one of the most accurate and biggest food databases just to allow you to kind of understand nutrition from a better standpoint. And uh, if you're strapped for time, the cool part is that you can do things on the app for 10 minutes or, or less a day. Uh, and if you get off track, they help you get back on track. So it's really, really awesome. So we want to hook you guys up. So you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make a big progress. So you can sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash real life. Again, that's noom.com slash real life to start your trial today. Noom.com slash real life. Bianca, do you want to share yours? And I think you have a really unique um, perspective on it because a lot of your business is online. So how yeah. have you journeyed with social media? How has it affected you? Yeah. So for me, it actually was funny when Alyssa asked, like the day, the morning before Alyssa asked me to like talk about this with everybody, um, 
I'd felt God like stirring in me to take a break from social media, from specifically Instagram over everything. Um, and which is my business is 99.99% on mm -hmm. Instagram and Facebook and social media. And so, or that's the way I've created it over the past two and a half years. And so um, I've been feeling this pull and I said, okay, God, like, I really want you to like challenge me. Like I want to do this. And then Alyssa texted literally 15 minutes later, I want to talk about social media. And I was like, well, I'm in the thick of learning how to re-navigate this. So this is perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, so what's been really interesting for me, because before I really started my business, honestly, I probably wasn't on social media very much. I didn't use it as an escape. I had kids really young and I was like in it. And it also wasn't super like prevalent at that time, like mm -hmm. six, seven years ago, it wasn't what it is now. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't use it to like numb from parenting, which is easy to do. I didn't use it as an escape. Um, and then two and a half years ago when I started my business, I was like, this is going to be an amazing way to be able to work from home, but still be present with my family. And then slowly, but surely it's like starts creeping in. It's like, yeah. you're pulling your phone out right. at the movies with your kids. Well, they're occupied, so they don't know what's going on or you know, different things. And I found myself being really immersed in it and missing out on things with my family. And so, um, which was like a really hard thing for me to like recognize and then reconcile. Um, but I genuinely love social media because some of my best friends in my work, I have met through it. Some of the most amazing women and I feel like when channeled the right way, it can create a community of women and moms who feel really lonely at home, who can say like, I struggle with that too. And then you can start a conversation and it makes connecting points, maybe for someone who feels alone and like they don't have a community. So it's like this funny thing to balance, right? Um, so what I've learned in the past two weeks because then that day I decided like, okay, God, I'm just going to delete it off my phone. And like, whenever you're like, okay, go back on, I'm going to go back on. And so it was probably like a 10 day, I don't like using the word fast because I don't feel like it's really a fast. It was like a 10 day break. And honestly, my home was so peaceful. My family was so peaceful. Mm -hmm. Like my husband and I talked about it and we we're like, I don't think it's a coincidence that this has been like the best week of the summer and it's because we all were fully present with each other so then after like 10 days i felt god being like okay like let's try to step into this baby steps and downloaded it back didn't really miss it which i thought i would but god gave me a lot of peace in it and my business like didn't suffer and i don't know why mm -hmm. i felt like it would like all these lies right we wrap up in it um, and so slowly within the past few weeks, I've come back into it and I'm just realizing like, okay, like what's, what is my, when I come on, what am I coming on for? Mm -hmm. Like, what's my mission? What's my message for the day? What's my whatever? Um, and then I do that and then I, I'm done and I step away. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think the boundaries is easier when you have like, what is the purpose 
a clear of what is the, what is the purpose this is trying to serve. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's hard too. like when it's your business, Mm -hmm. it's like this tricky thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm still learning and it's still a process for me. And like, I was gone from my family for a week for a work trip. So I was on it a lot more Mm -hmm. and now coming back home and like turning it back off a little bit. And so it's just, I feel like there's no right way to do it. You just have to figure out what fits for your family. And honestly, for me, I could be on it a lot more when my kids were in school because both my boys were in school full time. Um, now during the summer, they're home. And so finding that, and now I'm going to have a baby and I don't want to be like, I don't want to miss anything. And that's like the biggest thing God keeps saying, like, I don't want you to miss anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't, that was kind of like a long winded. so good. I don't know if it makes yeah. sense. No, it totally does. And I was actually in all honesty, and there's so many things I want to like ask mm-hmm. you guys, like follow up, but, mm-hmm. um, I could have spent an hour on each one of you, but Jeff and I were just talking about this because I think it is such a hard thing when it is your business Mm -hmm. because like, for instance, um, and I'll just be really honest with you guys, like I'll post to Instagram for our podcast or like a truth thing that I'm really feel really passionate about and I'll post it and then it's really fun to engage with people and they're responding Mm -hmm. and it's like, wow, this is so great. I love interacting with everyone, but then it's almost like, um, I don't know, you like, I don't want to say an addiction, but it's kind of like, I, not that I like the feeling of like all the likes, but it's just like, I love having the conversation. Like it's alive right now. Like I'm loving the, what do you call that? The the vibe, the vibe, energy, energy, the energy. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, so let's say that's on Tuesday. And then it's like, oh, I expect that to happen on Wednesday and it doesn't happen on Wednesday. And then I kind of have like, I'm constantly checking it because I just enjoyed the energy. And so it's a hard, and I say that in all honesty, because I think it's a hard thing then when your job is on it to like have an, um, I don't want to say a balance, but just like a harmony a harmony, and that's why I think it's so important. I don't think there are hard rules. I don't, I mean, I think there are boundaries you set, but I think it really is staying in tune with the spirit mm-hmm. and like asking him, just hearing his voice. Like, when do you want me mm-hmm. to put it away? And maybe that is rules. Like I'm not going to pick it up before 9am. I'm not going to look at it while my kids are awake or I only look at it in the fringe hours or whatever that looks like, but also on the day to day in those times, like, Lord, do you want me to pick up my phone right now? Do you want me to share something? Why am I sharing something? And then like when, um, you know, when do you want me to put it away? All those things. I think it really is, uh, like a walk with the Lord. And I think that's what he wants from us. He wants us to stay connected with him. Um, and hearing his voice more than like, these are rules and I'm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So but I do think it is a hard thing when it is your business because, um, I think it's hard in general, but then when your business, it's like, you can't just cut it off for mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, this yeah. is our livelihood. So yeah. having that, um, yeah, that and cadence it, with the Lord. Yeah. And when you enjoy it, mm-hmm. like when it really does, it is something you enjoy and it's not. I'll say like, I agree when you see people starting to engage or, um, there's an energy around something you say or share or whatever. And I enjoy that because I feel like that's creating community and sometimes it can be used for good. It's just always a heart check. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I'm learning is it's okay. God, am I sharing something cause you want me to, or am I sharing something because I feel like I have to share something. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting 
I've like felt in social media too. It's like we almost have to out vulnerable each other. Mm-hmm. Like we have to out. Like we look at someone and say, "Wow, that was a really mm-hmm. beautiful post." Mm-hmm. Okay, now what can I bring to this? And it's like, for me, I'm not. My personality is not to write these long, eloquent, perfectly beautiful, curated mm-hmm. things. Some people that is, and I love it, and I think it's gorgeous. But like more than likely, you're gonna see like a double chin of mine on mine or like some you know something relatable like more relatable and so I found myself being like oh no like to have any value I need to be like super spiritual and eloquent and vulnerable and some things it's okay to not share everything like it's okay to keep things between you and your people so and I think that was a huge thing for me when I took the time off Um, Even though it was just 10 days realizing like, oh, I don't know what my best friend did the past 10 days. And it's because I wasn't on social media. But, oh, when was the last time I actually called her or texted her? And it's like we feel connected to people sometimes, even our close community. Mm -hmm. But like that's only because we're seeing Mm -hmm. certain things, but we're not actually reaching out. And so that was like a gut check for me, too. Mm And I think it's it's interesting if we really do step back and recognize that we are the first kind of group of people that have ever had to deal with this, yeah. right? Like just our age group. Like I remember when AOL Instant Messenger came out and right. that mm-hmm. was kind of like the beginnings of all the communication and then MySpace and then Facebook and now it's really Instagram and it's such an easy access now on our iPhones and um when we really step back and recognize that it is a tool and that we're human Mm -hmm. and that we, like, I know for me, what I found in it is I am not as strong as, like I was kind of saying earlier, I'm not as strong as I think I am sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, I can look in my, look in my day or look at in my past and say, you know, I've, I've really had a strong will not to do these certain things in my life or whatever. I can kind of and then I can easily convince myself that it's not an issue. It's a non-issue in the moment. That's what I've recognized for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it, it truly becomes an addiction. Like I've just noticed mm-hmm. because I take these like these t- these time periods off of it. For me, it's, I'm not. It's not something I do for work. Um, but I know, like living here in Hawaii, I'm from Portland, or Portland area originally, and. So I can easily convince myself, like, no, I need this so my people know, like, what's going on in my life. Or, no, I need this so that I can communicate this with this one person. Like, it's so, I feel like I can be so human in my reasoning of why, and I can easily talk myself back into Mm -hmm. looking at it every time. And I just, I've noticed that impulse in myself and how human I am. And so when I really step back and recognize that it really is a tool, and there is definitely good that can come from it but that it also has the ability to keep me from looking at my baby while I'm breastfeeding. It has the ability to keep me from noticing my child when they're like, mom, watch me. Like it is so easy to like miss those moments like that. And I've been so guilty of it and so convicted of it. And there's been seasons where the Lord's done the same thing. Um, For me, it's more often because I feel like for whatever reason, social media, I really get so addicted to. Mm -hmm. Like I can delete it from my, I can delete the app from my screen 
and I am human and will go to the Internet Explorer and type it in. And then I'll even sign myself out and press remove account. And I still am like, oh, I need to look this up so I can explain to this person what's going on with this, you know, this person and show them this. And like I can always talk myself. I can always justify it. And it's such a quick process of justification of why I feel like I need to do it. And. Um, and it's again, like Alyssa said, like it's not to be legalistic, but for me, I am, I've started to come to the point where I'm just not willing for it to take away anymore. And I like, I think I'm, I love people and I'm really relational. And so I genuinely like get excited mm-hmm. seeing what's going on with people. And I like had a friend recently that I've, I actually just recently took like a month off social media and get, got back on and saw a friend that um, had had like a baby girl. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had no idea you'd had a baby girl. And and I missed that. But I actually think the connect, and it, it was like a little bit like, oh, I'm sad I didn't know that. But like, if I really weigh it, mm-hmm. like that connection, the more connection, the more peace, like for me, Bianca, I experienced the same thing, more peace in my home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you when I really set boundaries to it and re, and really view it for what it is, it's a tool. I feel like it really shifts things for me, and I just am recognizing so much more peace in my life, and um, and kind of like weighing it, like what would I rather have, mm-hmm. like what would I rather have today? Mm-hmm. What does the Lord want for me, and do I need this to get to where you want me to be, Lord? Mm-hmm. Is this what I need to mm-hmm. to do to get there, and and for you guys, like for a lot of you guys, I know that your businesses are on there. And so that's like, that's like a, a real specific thing where you, you do need to. And like, it, it, so it's no like shame or like, that's not the Lord's heart for us is shame. It's just for me, I've really had to recognize it as a tool, I guess. Yeah. No, that's so good. Um, and I think it totally is a tool and I think it can bring a lot of hope to people. I think a lot of times we go on because we are lonely or we are sad and Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, how amazing that, you know, we can bring hope to somebody that's crying in their bed Mm -hmm. or is alone in their bed at night. Like no, no other circumstance can do that. And so, um, I think it is such a great tool, but as we're talking, I think it's so interesting because I don't really feel like it ever was a problem until Insta stories. And I don't know, I, I would love so to, much. I love Instagram. I would love to hear you guys though, like what, mm-hmm. what on social media is hard. Cause I'm, the only thing I really go on is Instagram. And I think it started to become more addictive when Insta stories came to be. And I wonder if for mm-hmm. women, especially, cause I don't think that's true for, um, all women or like, like Jeff wouldn't necessarily say that, but, um. I think it's partly because we love, as women, we love community. Mm-hmm. And so there's that community connection there. We also love beautiful things. So it's like there's these beautiful curated pictures. And so I think, and somebody recently told me like, um, one of my mentors was like, yeah, when I was a mom, we had magazines. Now you guys have mm-hmm. like Pinterest and Instagram. And so um, I think in a way it's shifted there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm not saying those are bad or good. I'm just saying that's kind of where our culture is at. Like we don't, I mean, I get the Magnolia journal, but other than that, I don't go to a magazine to look up a recipe or Mm. any of that. I go to like, you know, my friend on Instagram, who's a a cook and has cookbooks. And I like go on to her and check out her things or whatever. So 
I do think there's more of a pull. All I'm saying is I think there's more of a pull to Instagram for women. I think it mm-hmm. kind of um, plays to what we love a little more. Mm-hmm. And so it can be, um, all I say, I just think it can, it's a really beautiful thing, but also can be more of something that we just need to be mm-hmm. aware of. Mm-hmm. So, That's um, but I would love to, he- uh, you guys have alluded to a little bit about taking breaks and having boundaries. Mm-hmm. I would love for you guys just to share what that's looked like. Like, um, how long did you take a break? Um, what kind of boundaries do you set? And and love love to hear you guys say, like, before that, like, I started to struggle in this way or I felt these things. And then, you know, after 24 hours or after however long, like, the Lord really did this. And, and then how do you ease back into it? So, I mean, you guys have kind of alluded to it, but maybe just being a little more specific. Hmm. I found for me that I I have this deep desire, and that's probably being a four, is like I have a desire to know people and to really be known. And so it's not necessarily like this, I have to be unique, but I, I want somebody to know the intricate parts of my heart. And um, whenever I would go to Instagram, I didn't know this for a long time, but I would post as a cry to be known and for people to be like, this is Jess, like this is how she's doing. And so it was almost like this cry into outer space and it wasn't to individuals. And so that's something that I really noticed um, how it affected my heart and the Lord really kind of convicted me. He's like, you first, you need to come to me and that he is the only place that we can completely fully be known. And then so for now, for me, a big filter for, where I do, I delete it pretty often. And then I know in my heart when I feel known by the Lord, I feel or known by close friends that I text them or I send my mom pictures or my sister pictures. Then I feel, I just feel like this check in my heart, like, okay, that's okay to post that. And maybe that's overthinking it because I overthink everything. Um, <laughs> and Joey's just like, just post. It doesn't really matter. Um so for me, that's kind of a, a filter. It's like, is this a cry to be known? And is, is this the place to be known? Or, um, yeah. And then another thing, I feel like God puts, this might be a little off topic, but he puts specific friendships in our lives in different times in our life. And I think that social media, we keep those, maybe keep those doors open longer than they should. And that sounds terrible, but I have, as a missionary kid, I have, I have thousands of friends just throughout different moves or different like circles of people Mm -hmm. and social media really made me feel like I was still connected to them and they felt like they were still connected to me. And so there was this pressure of like all these friendships Mm -hmm. that in this season of life right now, like back in the day, no one ever had that issue. It was like you moved to a new town Mm -hmm. and that little circle of people there, they're your people. Like Mm -hmm. you don't drive hours and hours to go see your old friends, which I mean, that sounds mean, but I feel like that's something that we've lost through social media and that we're not as present with the people that maybe God's put in our lives right now. Um, so I've just been noticing that. Like, I feel like I had a lot of friends that I was trying to just kind of keep up with through, through social media and the Lord's just like, okay, who are the people in your life right now? So I don't know if that answers the no, question. <laughs> no, and Jess, I'd love for you to share too, like your, cause you were off social media for a long time. Yeah. So I'd love for you to just share how long and like, yeah. 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 I mean, I like snuck back into it every once in a while, but, um, yeah, I took, I think it was like four months off 
and maybe more, but I felt like there was so much. I, I grew up like hearing the Lord's voice very clearly because like I didn't have friends, which sounds like an awful childhood, but I no, didn't. Yeah. And, and there wasn't, I didn't have TV and I didn't have anything to do. So I'd walk outside and just talk to Jesus and I'd just sit on, mm-hmm. on a rock or at night, like when I couldn't sleep, I'd go sit outside and just look at the stars and talk to him and share my heart with him. And mm-hmm. I um, just noticed throughout the years that was just fading and I didn't, I didn't hear his whispers anymore, like the friendship aspect of God. Like I, I would follow him and obey him and read my Bible, but like just us talking about day, day in, day out stuff was gone. And like, I didn't hear him just, you know, laugh with me about something or talk to me about my kids anymore. You know, things like that were just kind of like tuned out. And so um, when I got off social media, I feel like that's that was the reason that the Lord really put it on my heart was like tuning that down because like we meet with God in the silence like that's where mm-hmm, He is, mm-hmm. and back in the day like people would walk everywhere and so they had time and they didn't have distractions and so, um, yeah it was like this beautiful time and I felt forgotten mm-hmm. like I think that that's a big fear of getting off social media so you just wonder like maybe yeah. if I don't post, like no one will remember me. They, I won't mm-hmm. matter. And mm-hmm. I won't have a place in this community anymore. And God just really dealt with all that. And he just like, you matter to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we can really come back to that, then we can come to our community mm-hmm. and like, I'm secure in that. Um, but yeah, it was, I think for me, just, um, staying accountable with my husband was a big part where I just told him like, you know, this is how it affects my soul. And then every once in a while I'd get back on there and post something and just cry. Cause I knew that it was wrong. And the Lord's like, take that off right now. Like that is not where you need to post it. Like you have to come to me or you have to go to a friend. And, um, and then just having this frustration with my husband, just being like, you know, not with him, but expressing it with him. Like, I don't understand. Like I want to love on people and I want to like share, what's going on in my life, but I just, I feel like that's where everybody's doing it. And so if I don't do it, am I not like making an impact in the world? Mm-hmm. And just the Lord's like, no, like just rein it back in. And, um, and I feel like I'm starting to now post again, but it's just, yeah, I don't really watch Insta stories. <laughs> and that's just a something for me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't gotten into it and I'm fine with not getting into it just because, um, some, I, I feel like there's something so sweet about coming to somebody and asking them about their life, being like, mm-hmm. no, I didn't see that you're doing that. I'd love to hear about it. Or yeah. this is what's going on in my life. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so I think that that's kind of lost through everything too. But mm-hmm. yeah. I'm so good, Jess. <laughs> I love your pure of heart. Oh, thank you. Always. So yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you, Sarah? I mean, I know you've talked a little bit, but just like mid popcorn bite. <laughs> I know we're having our just being honest popcorn. here. <laughs> so as far as boundaries for me, I am still honestly trying to figure that out. But I've noticed if I take like uh, like a month long break every now and then, and so I'm trying to do it like at Christmas. I've like in the past I've done it like a Christmas break. Um, or like t- seasons where I'm really wanting to be intentional with my mm. family. Not that I'm not intentional during those other times, but I'll explain why kind of the stri- my strategy behind why the why behind that. <laughs> but um, and then also like I just took one last month because we went on a family trip, and so I really 
did not want to be focused on that. And for me, I'm starting to recognize really in like the last five years, I've started kind of learning my creative side, if you will. And I've started learning how much when it's an easy go-to, like anything that's an easy go-to for me, because I think I tend to be really like, whatever's the quickest thing. That's my (laughs) tendency. (laughs) Truly, whatever's the quickest thing and the easiest, most accessible thing, especially as a mom, right? When you sit down on the couch, you're like, what can I do to just relax for 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. And I wish that I would grab a book, but I typically grab my phone and scroll through it. Um, and And I even notice like when I get off Instagram, I still grab my phone and mm-hmm. I end up looking through pictures. Or like something. just something random. Yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah. like in my detox, like last couple right. days, like, like after the addiction oh, is like wearing mm-hmm. off, I'm like, like my impulse is like to keep grabbing the phone. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. I really have an addiction problem uh, <laughs> to my phone. But, uh, and so I started noticing like, I wouldn't do my creative things mm-hmm. when, as often yeah. or I wouldn't be reading a book as often mm-hmm. because I want to do what's accessible. Kind of like TV, right? I mean, I, I was actually having this talk with a friend the other day and um, him and his wife were talking with us about like, oh, what do you guys like to do in your like spare time to to relax or whatever? And I'm like, well, what fills my soul is to do something creative like paint or like just spend quiet time. But I tend you know, we, we, he, they were saying like, they tend to do like, what's the easier thing. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yep, I can so relate to that. I, I I do that same thing. And so I noticed like, okay, for my trip for Christmas break, when I have a little bit more extra time on my hands, when my husband's around a little more to help with the kids, like I want to be doing those things. Mm -hmm. I want to be filling my soul with creating and I want to be doing that always. Um, but I feel like when I'm really like strategic during those times where I don't want to look back at Christmas time and be like, man, I miss making all those memories or my mm-hmm. trip. I miss make, making all those memories. And I've noticed when I re-enter, I'm not as addicted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so it's, I'm able to kind of keep that up as long as I continue to keep myself in check, keep asking the Lord, like, where are we at with this? How am I doing? Am I slipping back into my old, you know, my old patterns or tendencies? And for me, it tends to be, for me personally, something where it's I'm really good like for a month and then I start to pick up some of the like habits again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm kind of trying to retrain myself basically. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I will be able to after like a certain amount of time and, yeah. and kind of restructure my heart around it. Because like I said, I feel like it is something that we're, you know, our parents didn't have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Like even like a lot of the like much older moms, like their kids are like in high school, they didn't have to deal with this. Right. And um, it's it's all new that we're having to learn how to navigate mm-hmm. this as a mom. And so I'm wanting, I, I for me personally, I'm not wanting t- to like cold turkey, just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And part of my reason for that is I want to be in whatever like my children are walking through. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to like relate relate to I guess my what my peers are are going through I don't want to just completely get rid of it now if it's ruining my family I'm going to completely get rid of it that's why I get rid of it for months at a time but I I guess I'm just I'm wanting to learn to kind of like view it like I said like a tool like Mm -hmm. how to incorporate in my life so that's for me how I've kind of 
been trying out boundaries Mm -hmm. with it and I've been encouraged. I feel like, you know, especially on like Sabbath or whatever, when I don't have my phone on me, my son gets so excited. Like when Greg and I both don't and I'm like, oh, you know, just like, yay. Like, I mean, he doesn't say like, yeah, you don't have phones today, but he, we kind of have like make it a vocal rule. Like, hey, if, you know, we're on our phones, like you can ask mom and dad, like bring that. That's something we can bring up as a family. Um, if we're on our phone on on uh, Saturday when we do our sa- our Sabbath, we kind of try to turn off our phones and keep it away um, or even in the evening. So just again, trying to have boundaries with it. That's what it looks like for me, at least right now. Mm-hmm. So, so good. yeah. Sure. We'll add a little bit. So I am just now like re-entering. I took like a 10 day and it wasn't when I did it, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a week. Like I felt the Lord say, okay, take a week. And then a week was up and I was like, I don't want to go back. Like I literally was like, I don't want to do it. He's like, okay, let's not. And then the next day I was like, I still don't want to do it. And so it was like three, four more days. And then I started to feel like, okay, like let's see what's going on. And so I got back into it and I didn't really miss it that much but I miss the friendships that I have on it, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like some Mm -hmm. of my close friends that don't live close that I talk to mostly through that or whatever. Um, So now when I went on my trip last week, I honestly, I looked back a year ago when I went on the same trip and I posted so much more. And then this year I was just like there Mm -hmm. and I really didn't post that much. Um, because I wanted to be there with the people, like I got invited into some really amazing things to celebrate people. And I wanted to be in that celebration with them. I didn't want to just be posting about them. I wanted to like be in it. And I haven't really felt a pull to be in things for a long time. Um, just because for me, kind of my journey and struggle has been like, where am I finding my identity? Where am I finding like what tells me who I am? Um, feeling a lot like the woman at the well who goes for water and comes up dry every single time and like keeps searching for these things. And Jesus is like, I'm like, just, I'm the water. Like as long as you're just, you're going to be filled up. And so, um, coming back, I don't have any, like, I really struggle. And my husband will tell you with the word discipline. I'm like, that word makes me cringe. Like I just, am like, I don't like it. Don't make me. Um, I'm learning to embrace it. So then same with like boundaries. I like to be really flexible in it. And so I'm just learning like, and I feel that's because God's really like bring everything to me. So like when you wake up in the morning, like it's my thing this year is abiding, like abide in Mm -hmm. me. So like when I wake up in the morning, like, okay, God is going on social media, abiding in you right now. Probably not when I haven't like sat with you yet. So for me, instead of like boundaries or discipline in it, it's like, how am I abiding in the Lord with this tool or in this thing? Or, you know, what is he inviting me to do or not do kind of a deal? So I don't have any like set boundaries yet. I just know I want to be with the Lord and I don't want to miss anything. So whatever that looks like day to day. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Okay, I feel like we could talk like two more hours on this. I have so many questions. 
Um, but I, um, I think I just wanted to talk about boundaries with social media just to give um, people permission. Yeah. Like, I think we're finally realizing, oh, social media affects me in certain ways. I think it's different for each person. I feel like, um, for me, it's like an anxiety thing. Like, just, Mm -hmm. I feel anxious, like, um, just even that addiction. Like, I should be touching my phone or, like, anxious knowing all these things about people or I should know what happened to somebody or I need to be posting. And then also, for me, it's like... um, this week I found myself feeling really discontent and I like loved seeing whatever all my friends were doing and exciting things that I love rejoicing mm-hmm. with them over. But in my heart, I was like, I just feel discontent because if I'm honest, I'd like to be there. Like yeah. I'd like to be doing that thing right now. Um, this season feels hard and I would love to be doing that. And, um, and I say that super vulnerable, um, and just being able to admit that and be like, okay, Lord, I know it's not healthy for me this week to be on because my heart. And I think so if I think about it, like back in the day before social media, if I was writing an email to a friend or on the phone with somebody and I heard about their trip to all these vacations or their trip to whatever, I'd be so thrilled for them and it would mm-hmm. affect me differently. And I think too, yeah. like when we're talking one-on-one with someone, we share different things with that yeah. person of our whatever. And so I think that is a really beautiful thing. And I'm not saying don't share those things on social media. I think it's a great thing. And I love for me, part of the reason why I post is just to be able to have those memories to like, I go back and like, Oh yeah, that's what this year included or whatever. Um, as a mom and with my kids. But I think as we're going along in culture, realizing the effects of social media, Mm -hmm. I think we're realizing how it affects us. And there's so much right now about how it causes a lot of depression and anxiety. And for women, I think it's just um, discontentment or comparison. Mm -hmm. And I think, Sarah, even what you said, just like like Jeff even told me last week, like, I just can't go on right now because there's just so many, so much sad news. Like, I'm just, I can't handle hearing... Mm-hmm. another oh, all the things right now it's just too much for my heart and I think Jess you had even mentioned like we're and I had heard a sermon about this we're only made to know what like a hundred like to have a hundred hundred and fifty relationships and online it's just so much more mm-hmm. and and so I think anyway all that to say I'm kind of long-winded I think our culture is just realizing starting to get the effects of how it's affecting us and I don't think it's cold turkey. I think it's like having wisdom. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing, like wisdom. How do I handle this? This is a great tool to glorify the Lord, to have community, especially for people, women that don't have really great Mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. or moms that live away from their family Mm -hmm. or where they grew up, um, those things. But it's just having wisdom of how do we engage with it. And um, being, I love what you guys were just saying, like being close to the spirit and hearing do I need to get on right now? Oh, you're telling me to take a break. Okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to listen to your voice right now. Mm-hmm. And I think what you guys are saying, I think it um, really getting away with the Lord and asking ourselves identity questions. Who am mm-hmm. I? What have you called mm-hmm. me to do? How do you want me to use this tool? Mm-hmm. How do you want me to use it as a mom? Am I? How can I be present? I think we're all crying out to just be really present yeah. in our our lives with, mm-hmm. with being moms. We don't want to miss things as wives. I think if we are single, like being present in what God has for you. Mm-hmm. And so how, what 
And I think we can give permission to have boundaries or take radical steps that Mm -hmm. our culture isn't talking about to put it away so that we can um, hear from the Lord and be, I think the Lord has so much joy for us that sometimes we miss out on because we'd run to social media instead of listening to his voice. And I know we've talked a lot about hearing his voice and some people may be like, I've never heard God's voice or how do I, and that could be a whole nother podcast. But I think just like getting away with the Lord, journaling, processing, having real conversations with people, um, praying, reading your Bible, like those kind of things. And I love Sarah, what you said about creating, like that fills your soul. And I think you so hit it on the head. I think sometimes social media can be such a quick thing to numb out or um get encouraged by and sometimes Mm -hmm. i'll go on and i'll read a post that encourages my soul so much Mm -hmm. but then i stay on for like another hour and i'm like well that wasn't really encouraging i just wanted another Mm -hmm. like i just want another encouragement another encouragement and so um all that to say just having a lot of wisdom with how we interact with it and it's a great tool um but just really getting with the lord and processing it and um and being willing to sacrifice it if the Lord calls us to, because mm-hmm. I think he has, um, he really wants to meet with us and he has such sweet things for us that sometimes we can miss out on mm-hmm. because we're distracted. And isn't that yeah. so the enemy, I think in America we have so much. And so I think it's, it's one of his biggest tactic tactics is to distract us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think just being aware of that. And I think it's so encouraging hearing from you guys and Mm -hmm. uh, from other women of like, oh, they did that. Oh, I can do that. In the era where we have FOMO and feel like we could be forgotten or Mm -hmm. all those things. And I think we can be really creative with it too. I have a friend who um, kept on Instagram, but she made it, I don't even know what she did, made it private or something so nobody could see it but herself just so she could have her memories and then like make a lookbook out of it Mm -hmm. at the end of the year for her family. And so I think you can be, um, I mean, and now she's on it again, but I think you can just be really creative with how you use the tool Mm -hmm. and how it looks different in different seasons. So So, any other truth bombs before we, Mm. (laughs) okay. All right. Thanks so much for joining us today, you guys. We hope this conversation was just an encouragement of just, wow, I struggle in that too. Or wow, she did that. That gives me permission to be able to do that. Or just being encouraged to hear the Lord's voice and ask him, what are you calling me to do? This is a tool. It's not something that is passive and it's, um, it can be a really good thing. And just how do we interact with it as women and as believers. So love you guys so much. Um, Hope this encourages your heart.